Welcome to the 1% Club. If you guys want access to all my MMA plays and tell exactly what I'm doing, make sure you join the Discord by clicking the link in the description below. Welcome back to the 1% Club podcast. Another awesome week of fights coming up. Last week, UFC uh, San Diego delivered. This week, we are in Salt Lake City for UFC 278. Kamara Usman versus Leon Edwards. Uh, Usman's the guy right now. I do think that that Leon has the, the best or the biggest threat to his title. We won't talk about that yet. We'll get into that in a second. But let's uh, let's run through the main card first. I think we're starting with uh, Tyson Pedro, Harry Huntsucker. Correct. Is that right? Listen, uh... I'd like to feed you guys a story of, you know, the time off. He's only had one fight in the last three years or whatever the time off was. I don't know. I just made that up. I'd like to tell you that, you know, we could, I could paint a narrative for this could be a good fight. I don't think it's going to be a good fight. Uh, if you do some research, you look through Harry Huntsucker's record. He's got a seven and four, seven and five record. I think, I think he has one win over somebody with a winning record. And that guy's four and three. He's never, he, he's just never, he's, he's never beat any good competition. That's just the reality of it. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, Tyson Pedro has been in there with some of the best in the world. Uh, he's, he's, he's long, he's tall, great low kicker. He's got good jujitsu. I just, it's hard for me to see, uh, to see Tyson Pedro losing this fight other than a, uh, you know, a, a puncher's chance with anybody has, but I just, I don't see it. I, it's hard for me to see any way that Tyson loses this fight. If you're betting, I don't know what the line is. Obviously, Pedro money line is juice to the gills, but something inside the distance or some type of prop, maybe like a sub or a knockout prop might be the the way to go. What's the goes the distance? Minus 1,000 that does not go the distance. Tyson Pedro by TKO is minus 215. Oh, guys, it might just, and you know, Tyson Pedro round one minus 215. It might just be better to to stay away from this one. There's a I don't you know I don't know I just don't see how I, I would like to paint you this beautiful narrative that this is gonna could go either way or this guy's got it. I just don't see it. Absolutely. How does a guy like Harry Hunsucker end up on a UFC pay per view? He took the I think he took a fight against Tai Tuivasa on short notice. I think that's how he got you know. And they're dude, look I mean pull him up. They're using him. He's fought Tuivasa. He fought uh who's the other guy he fought? He fought uh Justin Toffa, which dude ju- that that was he fought Vendera on contender series, lost to Vendera. And then he fought uh Justin Toffa, which is is a good it was a good fight for him. You know what I mean? Like Toffa like Toffa's not like a, a top fifteen heavyweight or anything like that, you know? He's a big puncher, but dude, you can't there's just not much more you can ask for other than Toffa. I think he's great. I lo- I'm a big Justin Toffa fan, but like you know, there's a hole in his game with the grappling. He's had some cardio issues, whatever. Like, you can't, dude, like, it's just, it's hard for me to see a scenario where Hunt Sucker beats Tyson Pedro here. I just, it's hard. I just don't see it. Am I correct in thinking that, you know, um, they've matched Tyson Pedro up with this guy to open up the main card and yeah. it's going to be something to get the crowd going? And- yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's Tyson Pedro. He He's exciting to watch. Uh yeah, I mean, I think you hit you hit it right on the head, right? I mean, it, 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 he's been around the block for for a minute. He's got some name recognition, even though he took some time off. 
he kind of had a, I don't want to say a gimme by any means, but he had a, uh, he fought similar, somebody similar in, in Villanueva, his last fight, like very different spectrums of the, of the, the level. Right. Uh, I listen, I don't, I don't want to keep laboring this. Uh, I think Tyson's going to finish him pretty early on unless he, unless he wants to get some work in, you know, I just don't, it's hard for me to see how hunt sucker skill for skill stays into this fight. Is it possible that he, uh, knocks him out, you know, hits him with a home run? Yeah, it's possible. It's, it's not probable, but it is possible. So, you know, we, we learned that, you know, it's all, you can, you can, uh, you can do this all you want, you know, but sometimes it's dot, dot, dot MMA, you know, this next fight, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually fairly interested in, and I, and I'll tell you why. This, this card is full of quite a few like super juiced lines, and this fight really stuck out to me. And that is in uh, Marcin Tibera versus uh, Alexander Romanov. And when you look at Romanov's record, he obviously, he's, I think he's like 15 or 16 and 0. He hasn't been beaten by anybody. But if you look at his UFC uh, stay so far, he's really not only has he fought kind of the, he fought Chase Sherman, he fought Jared Vandera, Juan uh, Espino, uh, DeLima, all these, and Rock Martinez. He's 5-0 in the UFC, but all these guys are insanely deficient in grappling. Like, none of these guys can grapple. And that's where he's just a monster wrestler. Now, enter Marcin Tibera. Listen, I think Romanov's going to get the takedowns, but it's just it's just a thing where it's like, it's hard for me to bet on somebody that's like minus 350, minus 400 or whatever Romanoff sitting at right now. It's hard for me to bet that whenever we haven't seen that dude in any type of trouble at all. Like he hasn't been put on defense at all. I don't think he's had a single takedown stuffed yet, you know. Now Tibera, is he going to be the guy to do that? I don't know, but he's been in the, he's been around the block with some of the better uh with some of the better heavyweights. So I got to think that you know, maybe, maybe this is a new challenge for him. I don't know, you know. He's I mean, he's 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 faced some some big punchers before. His his the grappling not so much. I mean, he beat Sergey Sergey Spivak. That's Spivak's a good wrestler. I just all I'm saying is I wouldn't be shocked if 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 uh, Tibera made things interesting. You know what I mean? Like what what happens if Romanov gets him down? You know, toys him in round one, gets tired. We've seen him. I don't say gas, but he's gotten tired before. You know, Tibera hangs around. He's tough to get out of there. I, I'm just saying I'm. I think this is a great fight for Romanov. This is going to tell us exactly where he is. I think, uh, and and I think it's going to tell us exactly where Romanov is. Dot dot dot. I would not be shocked at all if Tiberia caused some drama along the way, and I wouldn't be shocked if he won the fight. To be honest with you guys, you just don't know how these guys. How are you? How are these guys? Well, we just seen it with my guy, David Onama. Like, how do you respond the first time you see adver- like real adversity? That's what we were looking for with these younger guys when they're facing vets. How do they respond the first time that they see adversity? The first time that they get tired? The first time that they get hit hard? How do they respond? You know, that's that's what you see, you know? And that's we, we see it all the time. It happens all the time. And that's this matchup has that written all over it. Will it happen? I don't know. But I would not be shocked if Tiberia caused some drama, and I would not be shocked if he won this fight. Now, the table is set for Romanov to go in and dominate, for sure. All I'm saying is, is I wouldn't be shocked. That's all I'm saying. Don't count Tibera out of this fight at all. And the, the what I see just glaring me right in the face is the over one and a half. Tibera's tough, man. He's he's hard to get out of there. He's got good cardio for heavyweight, moves well, striking's good. I would not be shocked in the least bit if this fight goes over one and a half rounds. But once again, there's so many X factors in this, it's really hard to play, right? 
It's just all I'm saying is, is don't be shocked if Tiberia causes some drama. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Now, let's get into these last uh, these last three bangers, which I, I, I mean, they're just, I don't know. The UFC probably, I don't think, could have put on a better a better list of uh, feature fight co-main event and main event. It's been a while. This is this is a solid one. And we talked about this in the uh, we talked about this in the 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 recap show earlier with the the bantamweight division. And this fight has a ton of implications on that bantamweight division and how that's going to play out. It's Jose Aldo versus Marab Davashili, and it's this one's interesting. It's striker versus grappler. Davashili seems to have that like unlimited gas tank. But he did run into some problems in that that fight with uh, Marlon Marias. Hurt him really bad. Came back, ended up winning. But what we see from Jose Aldo is he is not an easy guy to get down at all. And if he can stuff some of those takedowns to keep this fight standing, I think Devashili is going to be in some really, really big problems. But we've also seen Jose fade in the past. And if Marab can implement his game plan, get a couple takedowns, I think Aldo is going to be in some serious, serious trouble. So, you know, obviously this is going to be a, yeah, uh, no shit numbskull, but like it, it's going to be who can implement their game plan here. You know, if Devosh gets the takedowns, I think, I think Marab's going to do, I think he's going to do great. I think he's going to dominate this fight if he can get those takedowns. If, if Jose can stop the takedowns, I think he's going to finish this fight. I think he could knock Marab out, you know, but Marab has shown toughness, his cardio, his toughness, his grit, his will to win. That is all there. Jose Aldo seems to, I don't know how, he's one of the very few guys that has uh, seemed to, he's got the Benjamin Button disease or something like that. You know, like when everybody's like, oh, Jose Aldo's done, we Aldo hits him with the dirt bike. You know what the dirt bike is? No. No, 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 Hit him with the dirt bike. No, 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 no. This is a really fun one for me. This is a really fun one. I think it's going to be action-packed. Uh, regardless of who wins this fight, they, I think you're going to see some back and forth action. And uh, I would not be shocked in the least bit if if uh, you see a TKO on either side. And uh, I wouldn't be shocked if this is a close decision either. Yeah, it's the only fight that's kind of juice to the gills. I'm going to have to cover a lot of tape on that this week to see if I can. I, I'm trying to think of somebody. Something out. I'm trying to think of somebody that's just really just taken Aldo down like consistently. We'll have a look at his record. Mendez here. got him down, I think. I mean, look, yeah, pull him up. I, I, I just, I can't. It's been a minute, bro. It's been a smooth minute, and he's he's one of the very few guys that has gotten older, dropped weight, and still, you know, he's hanging around. Yeah, he's what oh, shit. He's doing great. He's, he beat Cheeto, who we just talked about. Beat Pedro Munoz, who we just talked about. Rob Font. I mean, good lord, he's got some big wins. I mean, it's, his loss is the Marlon Marias, which everybody and their <laughs> mom thought he won. Peter Yan, Volkanovski. Holloway twice. I mean, dude, he is only losing to the elites in that division, man. Like, it's it's, and he's beat some good, good guys, man. Connor is the only other guy he's lost to. God, I mean, it's it's insane that that he may have one of the toughest strength of schedules in a minute. I wouldn't. This I'll say this. I wouldn't be shocked in the least bit if you saw just a complete shutout from either one of these guys. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just. It's all going to come down to the wrestling. Like who's 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 offensive wrestling is is, is Devashili's offensive wrestling better than Jose's defensive wrestling? Because I think that's going to. I mean, obviously that's going to tell the story of of all this. So there's a ton, a ton, a ton of bantamweight title implications in that. If Jose Aldo wins this fight, in my opinion, that sets him up to fight for the title in Brazil. I know there's a card next year, early next year 
in Brazil. That's about the timeline he would be on. And I, I could see him, depending on what happens with O'Malley and Peter Jan, I could see Aldo getting bumped to the top of the list because he's got name recognition, he's got a country behind him, and he's fun to watch fight. I could see him getting bumped to the top of the list to face the winner of Dillashaw, Aljamain Sterling. I could see that happening in Brazil next year. Don't call me crazy. You heard it here first. Also, Figgy Brandon would be on that card too. You heard it here first. I, that's not set. I'm just saying. I'm just. I just have a hunch. That's all I'm saying. That there's there's a reason. There's a reason that that card. Just check the timeline. You know what I mean? Like it's it not. It, the timeline is perfect. It's it is set up perfect. So, uh, if Jose Aldo wins, I, I would I would venture to say he's going to fight for the title next, unless O'Malley wins too. If O'Malley loses, Aldo wins. Aldo's next in line. If O'Malley wins, he jumps everybody. It's not even close. Last coming event. I'm actually surprised they did this this way. I thought it would be the other way. I thought uh, Paula Costa and Luke Rockhold would be the feature fight. There's a ton of imp title implication on Otto Devashili. There's no title implication on Costa with Luke Rockhold. Is it clicks on social media? Is yeah, that what it is? it's got to be. Has I, to be. I don't know. I'm not a fan of either one of these guys. Double knockout is what I'm hoping for. No, listen, I'll be, I'll be real. Um... I'm kind of shocked at the line. The line, what's the, the I think Costa is like minus 350. Yeah, 350. Uh, when did Luke Rockhold become a bad fighter? Like I don't like him. I think I what I think of him personally, but he's he's a very skilled fighter. I think it's pull, pull one, his, it's his inactivity would be would, would be why you're going to see this line. Yeah, I, I mean, but but that much inactivity? I mean, good lord. I mean, has he, he fought since I mean, he lost to Jan Blahovich. Yes, he hasn't fought since 2019. Yeah, that's a that's some time off. But that loss was to Blahovich. I mean, good lord, nobody knew who he was at the time. That was the big problem. You know, now the dude went on after he knocked him out. Went on to you know, became the champ, right? Yeah, he became the champ. Then beat Izzy. You know, he lost to Romero, which I thought he was competitive in that fight until he wasn't. Until he wasn't. Yeah. Bisping, he was winning that fight until he wasn't. You know, a lot of uh, I think a lot of Luke Rockhold's biggest problems is Luke Rockhold. You know, he's he's always looking. He always looks good until he doesn't. And uh, you know, maybe he needed time to heal. Maybe he needed time for his, his chin to to catch back up. I don't know. Is that a thing? No, I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a thing at all. I don't think. Once your chin's gone, it's gone. But it sounded good. Maybe we'll edit that out. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Depends on how Pod is feeling today. Listen, I, I, the, the line is off on this, though, for sure. I don't know how to play this fight. I'm staying so far away from this fight. It's not even funny. Uh, I think you got to look at the the, the props here. I, I, but, 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 but pull up uh, Costa. Like, he he's not doing anything uh, extravagant either. You know what I mean? Like, he, he lost to Izzy and he lost to Vittori. Uh, he beat he beat Yoel in a, in a fight that, like, dude, like, my problem with Yoel is it's hard to win a fight when you only throw four punches around. You know, and it's just like uh, that fight was exciting just because Costa pressed the action, you know, and made it a dog fight. Can you remember the first round of Izzy and Costa? Yes, but I'm a dork. There was not a lot of action. It was it was it just leg kicks and jabs. Is what yeah, it was. that's all it was. That's all it was. Yeah. No, I'm just kind of curious as to, you know, Vittori, I actually quite rate quite highly. I think Vittori is actually very Vittori's good. Vittori very good. He's it, underrated. He's. I think he's very good. It's just the fact that there's such a... A quality gap between Izzy and the rest of the field. Yes, agreed. There's the issue. I just but there's also a quality gap between his best win and his worst loss. His worst loss would be Vittori. 
great loss in my opinion, but his best win is Romero or maybe even Uriah Hall. And then before that, Johnny Hendricks, like dude, his, his, if you like, like literally look at those last four wins, not a single one of them is in the UFC anymore. Not a single one. There's, you know, Hendricks Hall just retired. You Romero went on to Bellator. Yeah, Hendricks was Hendricks was in terrible. I don't know if you remember that fight. That was this is when Hendricks was like, "Fuck this, I'm done." Yeah, you know what I mean. Was, like, it was, that was, it was, it was actually quite sad seeing it him was. go in there against Costa. Um, it was bad, but you know, obviously Izzy he's got handled, and then Vittori uh, dominated as well. I don't think that I don't remember that fight being close. Am I wrong? No, it was unanimous. Thirty. I think it was three thirty twenty seven. Yeah, I think so too. I, it's just once again, we uh, for me, there's a lot of um, uh, lack of information on 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 Paulo Costa still. So for 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 me to lay minus three fifty on somebody that their their best win is over somebody not even in the UFC anymore, it's it's hard for me to to bet that. I'm just gonna run with my my thing where you know if someone has one foot out. Yeah, you said this earlier. If somebody's got one foot out, they tend to get the other one gets knocked out. I just, I don't, but how do you play this though? You play it Costa by knockout at what? Minus two and some change instead of minus two. You might as well, dude, you might as well just play. Costa by KO is minus 150. Minus one. I, you know, I just don't, I guess that's no, the best play. I, look, I think, I think uh, Paolo is going to win this fight. If you're looking to play this fight, if you're just being a degenerate and you're looking to play, you have to play this fight. I guess that's the play. But even at, at minus 150, I mean, there's so many different things that could happen. I, Dude, you may call me crazy, but I think Rockhold is in this fight. I think he's a live dog in this fight. I think, listen, you can, you can reel this and you can mark my words if you want. I think Luke Rockhold is going to be very much into this fight until he's not. I would not be shocked in the least bit if he won this fight. And I'll even go as far as to say is I think Costa needs to finish him to beat him. I really do. Listen, I think Luke is gonna. I think Luke is gonna win the rounds. I really do. Costa's volume is not high. I I think what you're gonna see. I could be wrong on this because there's a lot of X factors here. So you know, I know you guys love saying when I'm wrong. Even I had I had people come on the uh, the Cheeto Dom one and say I was wrong. Literally, I almost called that fight like verbatim, almost verbatim, and I still had people getting on there talking a mess. I could be wrong. There's a lot of X factors in this, but I think Luke. Is gonna is gonna win the rounds. I think he's gonna win the exchanges. I think he's gonna have more volume. He's got more ways to win it. People forget about his wrestling, his grappling. He's a good grappler, man. Good grappler. Uh, but I think he's gonna win the fight until he does it. And what I mean by that is he's gonna be winning the fight until he gets knocked out. If he doesn't get knocked out, I think he's gonna win. I really do. I really do. I, it's hard. For, I, I mean, it's possible that Costa wins a decision. It's just I don't. I think if if this fight goes to decision, I think it goes to Luke more times than it does Costa. Does that change your opinion on it now? No, I'm gonna don't play, be scared. I'm gonna, play, I'm gonna play Costa by KO. I'm gonna play Costa by KO. <laughs> don't be scared, Podge. But you, and you're not wrong in that, right? Like, in the odds of the odds of when I say he's gonna be winning until he's not, the odds of him not are minus one fifty. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's not it's not a bad it's not a bad bet. You know, it's not a bad bet. Anyway. Moving on, main event. We already broke this fight down earlier, but let's talk about it again. Kamar Usman versus Leon Edwards. Uh, I personally think that Leon Edwards is the biggest threat to the throne of Kamar Usman in the welterweight division. As it sits right this second, that's within arm's reach, right? Like we still need to see uh, Kamzat. 
We still need to see uh, Shafkot. There's guys like Sean Brady. Uh, and I know, listen, I know uh, I'm, I'm going to be an a-hole because I, yeah, I know he's announcing this today. Uh, Kevin Holland is announcing his fight today. He's fighting, uh, I don't know this to be a fact, but he's fighting uh, Neil Magny. So that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting. I could be wrong. I don't think I am. Uh, but I, I'm interested to see Shamayev. Obviously, he's fighting Diaz. I don't, <laughs> that doesn't put him any closer to a title shot. You know what I mean? That's a novelty fight, in my opinion. Um, I'd be interested to see who Raman, uh, Shafkat Ramanov gets matched up with next. Pull up the welterweight division. Let's take a gander. Because listen, Usman, like, it's almost just like we're trying to cause drama for Usman here, right? Like, we're just, like, what can we do to threaten Usman? Dude, don't count Sean Brady out. Sean Brady's good. Romanov is 11. Dude, you know who you know who he should fight? Jeff Neal. I'm with that. Jeff Neal coming off a big win over uh, Luke A. I could see him. I don't want to see the Stephen Thompson fight, man. St- Thompson needs to be, I don't... We talked about what uh, we talked about this with Tiago Santos, right? The just the the different paths that they need to take. I think Stephen Thompson needs to to stop worrying about the rankings. And I, I've talked to him about this. It's like he wants to fight those the novelty fights, man. That's what he wants. He wants big fights, big money. But he's not trying to fight these young twenty four year old guys that are you know, is just he's forty something. I think he's pushing forty now, man. Did rematch George. I'm with that. I'm with that. I think there's with George. You gotta be. You gotta be careful. You know, with George because he's a superstar, right? Like he's he's on that Diaz, Shamayev. Like these guys are legitimate celebrities now. You know, and uh, unless you're gonna build somebody up, like dude, they. I'm sure they would try to match him up with Romanov. There's no way that George is gonna do that. I just it doesn't make any sense at all. Romanov is to me. Romanov is the dark horse in that division. That if I'm anybody in that division, you stay so far away from him because it does no good. He has no name recognition at all, uh, and he's a beast. He's a hammer. Shop. Uh, You're always the risk of being his coming out party. Yes, 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 yes. There, I, but we've talked about this. The guy you ask, Gilbert Burns, he'll do it. You know what I mean? He's the guy. He's the fighter's fighter of that division, man. And that's why I love him so much. Anyway, going back to Leon and uh, Usman. I think the, the reason why I like uh, Leon and Usman so much is because I do feel like that Leon is the biggest threat to Usman's uh, title right now. And the reason I think that, A, he's a southpaw striker. I, I, I do like that. And watching the Colby fight, Colby showed that he can hang and strike with Usman, right? Leon is a way better striker than Colby, like way better. And it's not even close. Uh, he's long. He's probably 6'2", 6'3". He's a shade taller than me, and I'm like 6'1 and 3 fourths. So he's a shade taller than me, so I'm guessing he's probably 6'2 and a half, 6'3". He's long. He's got slick striking. His hand speed is excellent. His takedown defense has been really good. It's going to have to be really good because I'm telling you, Usman hasn't been shooting. I would be shocked if Usman did not wrestle in this fight. That's <clears throat> one way that I thought that maybe, like, you know, Colby was hanging, but Colby always had the threat of maybe he was going to take a shot. Even if he didn't use it, it was always there. It was always there. You're 100% correct in that. I would be utterly shocked if Usman didn't wrestle here. He's already beat him once the same way, right? And that's, this is how you beat Leon. You know, he's, he's shown trouble with this in the past. However... 
maybe that round five of Diaz uh, Edwards has Usman thinking, oh, well, if Diaz hit him and almost knocked him out, I can get him out of there too. Because if you look at that, it's the same punch that he knocked out Masvidal with. Slap 32. Holla your boy. Hit him with the dirt bike. No, 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 no. Uh... I like that, you know. I, and one thing that one thing that Leon doesn't get a lot of credit for is his clinch game. His clinch game is really good. He's got very good elbows, very good elbows. So, in my opinion, Usman to wrestle is going to have to stay very folk style. And I'm not sure that that smother on the fence style is going to do well. I think he could get you know get cut up with the elbows. I could see that. Like, I could see that. Now Usman has just seemed to get better and better and better. And when I say this, guys, I'm not uh, – don't think I'm, I'm picking Leon to win. And, you know, Usman's still the guy. He's just like – he's just dominated everybody. It's just like we're just trying to find chinks at the armor at this point. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like, uh, you know, it's Usman's – it's almost like he's getting to that point where it's, everybody's just tired of seeing him win, you know? <laughs> I don't care, but – I don't care. But for me, Leon is is new, right? He's a new He's a new piece to the puzzle. And and although Usman has solved this puzzle already, it's a much different puzzle this time around, right? It's much different. We're talking about I think he's a nine, ten fight win streak or something like that. Like it's different, different fires, both of them are. So it's almost like the first win didn't count. But I'm excited for this for this puzzle, this new puzzle for Usman to figure out or not, right? And uh, I like Leon. Listen, Leon's not afraid of him. He comes in with that chip on his chip on his shoulder. Good long striker. Good takedown defense. Masterful in the clinch, great cardio, and dude, don't be surprised if he wrestles either. Like watch, watch this fight with Gunnar Nelson. Everybody's like, oh, watch the grappling, dude. He he ragdolled Gunnar Nelson. Yeah, and Gunnar is a, is an excellent excellent grappler. Excellent but, grappler. But I think Kamaru is elite. Agreed, agreed. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Leon Edwards has all the tools. He has the tools to win this fight. Now, whether he will implement them or not, I don't know. But he's got the damn tools to beat Kamar Usman. That's what I'm saying. He has the tools. Now, will he or not? I don't know. But the tools are there. He's very well-rounded. He's got everything that it takes to play upset. Spoiler here. Will it happen? I don't know. But Usman has gotten better every single time out. His his jab is very, very good. His He seems to have power on his punches now. He's sitting down a little bit more. Uh, he seemed to wrestle a little bit less now. His his confidence and his comfortability and his striking has came leaps and bounds. And uh, I wouldn't be shocked if we see him wrestle again. Not because he has to, but because it's been a minute, you know? And, dude, listen, why wouldn't you, you know? One of the things that, uh, look in this fight, one of the things that I that I recognized was his uh, with was Leon's fight with uh, Bilal. You know, Bilal is, I consider Bilal a very good striker in this division. And... He was touching, I mean, he was lighting Bilal up until the eye poke, right? Like, you know, we don't, we, and we won't know what happens. And, you know, I don't want to, Bilal's my guy, and I'm not going to discredit him in any way, shape, or form. It was a legit eye poke. Uh, but he was definitely landing shots. So I'm very intrigued with this matchup. I'm very excited. I think the minus 380 is a little high. I'll be honest with you. I, th- I thought the minus 250 ish that it opened at or wherever it was before, I thought that was a little bit. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like it's it's gone over 100 points, which is just yeah. crazy. Yeah, and I do like the over here. I do like the over. I'll be honest with you. The minus 155 over four and a half rounds. I do like that a lot. And we'll get in. We'll break down with Shay later in the week. We'll break down the the betting portion of this. But there's a lot of props here. Um, you can go uh, Usman by Usman by points is minus 120. That's something that immediately stuck out to me. 
And that's something that immediately stuck out to me. You go Usman by TKOs plus 275. You think he's going to get him out of there? You know, there's there's a lot of props. There's a lot, I do think there's a lot of different ways that you could play this and be and, and have a good good play. I think Usman by points is a good play. I think Usman by KO is a is a good play. There, there's a you know I think Leon by points is a good play. Like if you think Leon's going to win this fight, Leon by points at plus 600 isn't a bad play. You could play uh, Usman money line. If you get him at a good price, let's say you got him at uh, minus two fifty, then you could go Leon Edwards by points because I don't see him finishing. He's not a he's not a power puncher. Leon by points at plus six hundred, that's hard to you know hard to pass up. Great, uh, I think this is a great card. And listen, we just broke down the main card. the The whole card stacked from from top to bottom. Just pull up the let's pull up some of the guys that I enjoy watching. Uh, uh, Altamirano, Danny De Silva, that would be a good fight. Those two two younger 25ers. Uh, Arichi Lang, I love watching this dude fight. Huge 25er going up to 35er. It's the um, guy who fought Jeff, right? Yes. Yep. Uh, Albazi versus Figueredo. Uh, what do they, they call him? Uh, what do they call him? The Wish the wish Figgy is what I don't know what somebody called I heard him call that. Albazi's good. I like watching him. Uh, Fletcher, a young prospect, uh, both fighting Ange, uh, Lusa, good striker. That's a good matchup. Brandon Maverick, I think she's excellent. Sean Woodson, I'm a huge fan of. Have coached him in the past. That kid is amazing. I think he is. Uh, if if he keeps getting matched up with strikers, I think you're going to continue to see him soar. And he's a good. He can stop the takedown too. But you match him with somebody like Saldana that doesn't really want to wrestle. You're going to see Sean Woodson. I think you're going to see Sean Woodson uh, just shine this this weekend. I, I really do. So. Uh, and I think he's juiced to the gills at minus 340. But whatever. We're talking about fights right now, not lines. We'll talk about lines with Shea later. Uh, I like Gordon versus Santos. Love that fight. You know, and that's just, that's the that's all the prelim. Man, honestly, I'm pretty stoked about this whole card, you know, top to bottom. This is really a stellar card. The UFC's done an amazing job with it, I thought. So, uh, if, yeah. If people have made it to this part of the video and they're still watching, we're going to have exciting news to share this week, right? Yeah, yeah. If you've made it, uh, if you've made it this far, I, we're gonna have, we should have some really good news on the Discord. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to spoil it. Well, uh, maybe, maybe uh, tune in later on in the week. Later on in the week, we should be able to. And, uh, if you've made it this far, there might be some form of an opportunity for you, right? Let's go. Absolutely, guys. Great week of fights. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if it's, I don't think you can go wrong with this one. It's worth the money. I think the UFC did an incredible job with this. I think you're going to get action-packed fights here, and I think there's a lot of different ways to make some money on this card, which we will explain in detail with Shay later in the week. Make sure you guys check that video out. Until then, talk later.